horses, older whiskey, younger women, and more money. All right, folks, you know what time it is. It's time for another episode of One Mic, Two Headphones, All Money. That's right, it's your boy Justin Hale, the Hailstorm, and me, Papa T. Daniel Thompson, coming at you with another week of great picks and locks about the FCS college football season. I believe we're all the way up to week eight now. That's pretty exciting. And folks, I just want to apologize for taking the last couple weeks off. Justin has been putting in the work, doing the research, but I have been working on opening a restaurant and just did not have the time. That being said, we are back in it, and we need to check in on the locks. Right now, your boy Justin is hitting 68.5% on his locks <laughs> on the season. And if all goes well today, that number will get even better. I myself have recovered slightly from uh, the dearth I was in, and I am rocking 48% on my locks this season, which is respectable, though it's not profitable. And we are going to get up into that profitability today. That being said, I've got some money on my books to play around with from the college basketball games and that awesome Final Four followed up by an interesting national championship game. I wasn't mad at it. Baylor's first men's national championship. That was cool. Yeah. I took Baylor, but I took the over, which was stupid. Oh, well, you know, me and a couple of the guys that work for my boss at some of the bars he owns were talking about it. We all took Baylor plus eight on a two-leg parlay with the over of 156, but we teased it four points. So you did get to pull out the win. Oh, we definitely pulled out the win. That is why I have the money on my books right now. But, folks, we aren't here to talk about college basketball. We are here to talk about college football, and we have a great slate of Saturday games coming at you today. Starting off, we have David at Pres- Davidson at Presbyterian with an over-under of 47 and Presbyterian being a seven-point home dog. I'm going to turn it over to Justin so he can tell you his thoughts about this game. Probably going to run with Presbyterian. Just on a limb, Davidson did win the first game they played this year. Oh, they've played already this year. Yeah, Davidson took it 41-24 the last game. But Keith Pearson been very strong, averaging a little under, like over 100 yards a game and a touchdown. So, not strong against the run, but we'll see. They're hanging in there. You know what you just told me? You know what that makes me think? Over under 47? That's not enough points. I'm going to take a strong lean on that over, just you telling me that right now. That's All really right. compelling. I really like Presbyterian's performance so far this season. They came up a little short against Gardner-Webb, but I really like the way they've been playing this year. I think they've been playing hard. They've been playing hungry. Um, and I, I don't know if I trust them to win or even cover seven, given a 41-24 you said the previous score was. Yeah. But I definitely like an over of 47 in this game. That's going to be a strong lean from me. Also kind of funny, I just realized, Davison had over 300 yards on the ground against Presbyterian last game. <sighs> Well, you know that's good. that's good. yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a porous porous run defense there for Presbyterian then, which means I I'm not gonna ride with them, but I do like the lean of 47. Justin, you got any more thoughts on this game? Not really. We're just gonna roll on right to our next game. We have Drake at Butler. Butler is a 10 point home dog with an over under of only 35 points. Justin, why is the over under only 35 points? <laughs> Drake can't score. But they're the favorite by 10 points. They haven't even scored 17 the whole season. How far? Or more than one game. But 
How has Butler performed this year? They really only have the running back Samuels. Tell me about Samuels. Really the only relevant player on the team? He's going to get you at least 100 yards on the ground. But other than that, it's probably just not going to be a very interesting game. Oh, Looking at it, first off, everyone, Butler, they're the Bulldogs. And you know how I feel about Bulldogs. <laughs> I'm getting a little more excited about Butler now. Also, looking at their previous games this season, uh, Valparicio, they scored 28 against them in a loss. And against Moorhead State, they scored 14. I definitely see why... Uh, or they scored 25 in a loss to Valparicio, who scored 28. I definitely see why this is a low over-under. It actually, that kind of scares me a little bit. I don't know if I really want to touch this game. I think Butler plus 10, though, could be a real sexy bet. Uh, yeah. But you're thinking Drake, huh? No, 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 no. The plus 10, yeah, okay. The plus 10 makes it worth betting. I'm going yeah, to take a little lean on a Butler plus 10. That might find its way onto like a, a teaser a little bit later on. 10's, 10's not an ideal number for teasing because it's not going through two football numbers when you tease at six points. But you still tease through the 14. You don't get to tease through the 17. But you still tease through the 14, which is killer. Um, and I'm definitely going to put Butler plus 10 down as a teaser possibility later on. I think that's a strong game to add to a, a teased parlay. Next up, we're just going to keep flowing with it. We're in our zone right now, guys. I don't know if you know Justin and mine's method, but sometimes you'll hear the page turning as we're recording the podcast. That's because Justin and I are old school. We take hand, <laughs> we take handwritten notes about our bets. Like We spend all week investigating, um, getting ourselves in the know about these teams, learning about them, and part of that is the note-taking. So if you hear the page turning, that is us actually turning a page reading handwritten notes about this football game. Next up, we have Robert Morris at Charleston Southern. I'm going to go ahead and tell you my thoughts about this game. I thought Robert Morris has had a couple surprising games this season. Um, they came out pretty strong against James Madison when they played them early on in the season, um, and they failed to show up entirely against Kennesaw State. So they have their moments. Um, these are two defeated teams. Neither one has won yet. Um, I watched the Charleston Southern-Kennesaw State game, thought that Charleston Southern was very competitive in the first half before Kennesaw State started to run away with it, but they didn't cover the 18-point spread in that game. I'm really liking Charleston Charleston Southern at 6.5. Justin, what are your thoughts? I was just going to stay away from the game in general. Battle of defeated. We'll just see how it plays out. I don't know. There's something I enjoy about placing a bet on a battle of defeated teams because you know somebody's got to win. <laughs> All right, a team I just mentioned a minute ago, Valparicio, or Valparisario. God, I'm so bad at some Valparicio. Yeah, however you say it. <laughs> they're a school in Indiana, and they're playing Moorhead State. And Moorhead State is a one-and-a-half-point home dog. i got to tell you, i got a thing for home dogs. One-and-a-half-point spread. I'm instantly leaning Moorhead State on the money line. All right, I would go more of, like, the over for the 46.5. It's an interesting number for the over. I think that Valparicio, Valparisario, Valparisario, no, that's not it. Anyways, I think that the V team is definitely standing a shot at putting up some points. They've had a decent season so far, scoring, as we mentioned, 28 against Butler, uh, 10 against Drake. And they played Drake again. Six against Drake. 
And 24 against Butler. Man, they have only played two teams, and they've played them both <laughs> twice. The FCS is fucking weird, Justin. Yeah, it makes the over-under not look that great. No, it makes the under look way better, in my opinion. My humble opinion, at least. I'm just going to roll the dice. I'm going to take the over at 46 and a half. I, sometimes that's what you do when you gamble. Talius Yachta S. The die is cast. Folks, that's a Julius Caesar quote, by the way. Um, talking about Julius Caesar, he liked his military fortresses. He liked his embattlements. And next up, we have Furman at the Citadel. And God, <laughs> do we have at this podcast a love-hate <laughs> relationship with the Citadel. Screw Citadel. Well, tell me, then, <laughs> tell me then why you're riding with Furman, Justin. Devin Wynn. Pretty much it. They're running back. He's a solid running back? Tell me about him. Oh, yeah. He's got, what, a little over 350 yards on the ground. Nothing really crazy to write home about. But you also have Ryan Miller, who seems to find the end zone every game. So, Yeah, they have a they have a running back who scored, you said, four or five touchdowns this yeah, season so four. far? Four touchdowns this season so far. Um, definitely a team that's going to win. I wouldn't bet on Citadel on that money line to save my life. I do think they're scrappy. And I do think they're at home. So I'm going to lean a Citadel plus 9.5 on this game. Not a lock, but I might put that, again, 9.5. Now, that's a number I love to tease. That teases you through 10 and 14. That is like a sweetheart teasing number because you get two football numbers for your six-point teaser. And that's awesome. And, folks, when we say football number, what we mean is 3, 7, 10, 14, 21, 24, your common football scores. Um, you got any more thoughts on Furman and Citadel? Yeah, just screw Citadel. <laughs> Heard that. Uh, Citadel, I, I hope you stub a toe. <laughs> Ken, uh, Kennesaw State University at Monmouth is next. Kennesaw is a two-point away favorite with an over-under of 53. I think this is a great over game. Um, both of these teams can score around 25 to 28 points a game. KSU gets up to the 35 to 42 points a game uh, tier. They're really a top-tier team in the FCS. KSU is actually ranked right now in the FCS. And, folks, I'm going to take a quick moment to just go over with you guys what the top 25 in the FCS is. Of course, right now, undefeated James Madison sits at number one. They don't have a game this weekend. North Dakota State sits at number two. We'll be talking about them a little later. Weber State, who we won't be talking about today but is playing this weekend, is sitting at number three. South Dakota State is sitting at number four, those mighty jackrabbits. Sam Houston, the beast of Texas, is sitting at number five at 4-0. and I think they have a real strong shot, folks, to win. I really like them. The national championship this year. North Dakota, the fighting hawks of North Dakota, are coming in at a strong 4-1 and one at number 6. Kennesaw State, and this is where I was going with this, folks, is number 7 in the rankings right now at 4-0. and oh. Go ahead and just get all over this KSU minus 2. Jump on this over 53 if you want, but ride with my owls. Just ride with them. I don't lock in favorites on the money line, or I would lock in KSU as a favorite today. But I do have some locks coming up for you. Justin, KSU at Monmouth, what are you thinking? Oh, I'm going to lock up that 53 over. 
You're going to lock it up. That's oh, a yeah. Justin Lock on the over 53 of the KSU Mammoth game. Our first lock of the podcast. The hailstorm is coming through. Hey, well, I think. I mean, Kennesaw State has only scored less, or 24. It's the lowest like they've scored the whole game or oh, season. Fine. 35, and then you have Mammoth who's got 35, and then 48 in one game. Yeah, I mean, I think that's an easy like lock right there. I'm going to put a star right there by that. I think Justin has made a good call, folks. Next up, we are going to talk about Richmond and William and Mary, the Deep South's second oldest rivalry, and it's the second time we have seen this game this season. The first was a 21-14 victory for Richmond. They are now a five-point away favorite with an over-under of 45 and a half points. I know Richmond's going to win this game. I don't think William & Mary has a shot at home. And I'm going to go ahead and just put a lean on that minus five. Justin, what are your thoughts? Yeah, Richmond's already beat William & Mary 21-14 earlier. So. Yeah, I just think it's an easy call. I mean, I know they're the away team. I know it changes when you're at home. This is going to be a low-scoring affair for sure. I think if you tease that 45 and a half, tease it up to... 51 and a half. Again, you're only getting one football number there with 49. But I think you have a really decent shot at pulling off a, a parlay with a tease of, a, of an under in this game. If you go tease it to like 51 and a half and go under, you're probably safe on that bet. That being said, right. I'm leaning the Richmond minus five because, again, football number, six-point tease. That teases you through the seven and the ten. So I really like that for my teasers, and it's a strong lean. You ready for this next one, Justin? What you got for me? I got you primetime Deion Sanders, the head coach of the year in the FCS, and he is a three-and-a-half-point home dog to Alabama A&M with an over-under of 56. I'm going to go ahead and tell you, I'm going to be putting a lean on that money line, Jackson State, plus 145. Okay. They got to do something. They got to bounce back from the last two games, man. They are on a slide, but I expect Coach Prime to keep them in fighting shape and to make them bounce back at home. <laughs> Three and a half point dog. Come on and fuck with it. I love that number. I love the three and a half there at home. I just, I think it's a good bet. That's all I got to say about it. I think it's a great bet. I love riding with Coach Prime. Who doesn't, especially here in Georgia where we love Deion Sanders. And I know he's coaching in Alabama, but still. It is what it is. It is what it is, and primetime is always going to be primetime. <laughs> and if he has a game, you can expect us to talk about it, folks. You got any more thoughts on this game, Justin? Nah, I'm just going to run with Dion. Hey, running with prime is never a bad idea. Next up, you know what is a bad idea? Hanging out with Bobby Petrino. And we got <laughs> Youngstown State at Missouri State. And Bobby Petrino is probably sleeping with somebody's wife, just not his own. Watch out, all you single housewives in Pennsylvania. Bobby Petrino is coming through with his Missouri State football team, and he is a three-and-a-half-point favorite with an over-under of 41. But honestly, folks, I'm a Falcons fan. You know how I feel about Bobby Petrino. Fuck Bobby Petrino. <laughs> I like Youngstown State is like my love-hate of this season because they keep – they just – you never know what to expect, but what they do 
Oh, they'll find a way to lose it. They'll find a way to lose it, but damn, do they play hard. They have no passing attack. They barely have a running game, but they have a mean Pennsylvania steel defense that you just got to appreciate. And Bobby Petrino has already had a game this year where his team choked and did not score a single point. So I'm looking at this over under a 41, and you know what I'm saying? I'm saying I got to lean on that under 41. Okay. Got to lean on that under 41. And I'm going to tell you something. I don't dislike the plus three and a half as Youngstown State is the away team. And I don't dislike the money line Youngstown State underdog either. But my favorite bet, under 41. Justin, what are your thoughts on this game? I can run lead on that under. I'm just, I'm not sold on Youngstown State. They literally screwed three of my bets this year so far, so I'm done with them. Fuck them heard. Fuck them heard. But you going to ride with me on the under? Oh, I got you. I love that. Y'all hear that, folks. Justin is a rider. Next up, we have another game I'm really excited about. And y'all, I'm going to give you a little tease. It's Thompson's first lock of the podcast. We have Southeast Louisiana as a five-point dog at Nichols State with an over-under a 70. And y'all know how I feel about Nichols State. One of the universities in our fair country sometimes referred to as last chance U. There's a couple of them. But Nichols State keeps some good football players, a high competitive level of play. And you were talking about two teams that regularly score more than 40 points a game. Justin, are you ready for this? What you got for me? I'm going to lock up Nichols State minus five at home. And I'm going to throw a... Double lock on that motherfucker. I'm going to lock up the over 70 as well. I know how much you hate it, but I'm <laughs> locking it up. Oh, man, that is one hell of a bold move. So double lock, Herd. <clears throat> 70 as the over? Double lock, Herd, and it is a bold move. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. <laughs> and we will see indeed, folks, as Thompson throws down a double lock. Justin, any final thoughts on southeastern Louisiana at Nickel State? Good luck. Thank you, sir. Next up, we have McNeese at Sam Houston. And by God, is Sam Houston rolling. This team is all firepower, hellacious defense. They are football that you must watch, folks, if you have the time on Saturday to check the McNeese-Sam Houston game. You have to watch it. This is going to be electric. It is going to be a shootout. Sam Houston is going to cover the 14 points at home. And the game is going to go over 58 and a half points. And do you know how I know that? How's that? That's right, folks. This is another double lock. I got a lock on Sam Houston minus 14 at home and a lock on the over of 58 and a half. That is four of my locks today in two games back to back, and you're going to love it because I'm going to crush these bets. Justin, any thoughts on McNeese at Sam Houston? I like Sam Houston, but I'm going to lay off this one. I'm going to keep my logs for a little bit later today. I hear you on that one. Next up, we have North Dakota State at the University of Northern Iowa. You and I is an eight-and-a-half-point home dog with an over-under of, again, 
Only 35 points. Justin, I'm going to let you take the lead on this one. What do you think? Oh, I'm taking that over. I'm going to lock that shit up. <clears throat> over 35? Let's go. Justin, that is a hailstorm lock. Folks, check your weather radar. Check your Doppler. There is a hailstorm coming through, <laughs> and we have a Justin Hale lock on the over of 35 in North Dakota State and the University of Northern Iowa. And if I didn't have one more lock later in the cast, I would ride with you on this. Instead, I'm going to take it as a strong lean, and you can damn well guarantee that I'm going to put that motherfucker in a parlay with a six-point tease just to get that guy down to that sweet, sweet over 29. And by God, I am going to crush that tease, I tell you what. <laughs> All right, guys, we got a couple more games left on the slate today. Two Saturday games left that we're going to talk about first. We've got Eastern Tennessee State at Mercer. And the only reason we mention this is because we are a football podcast based out of Georgia, and Mercer is here in Georgia. They suck. Eastern Tennessee sucks. Mercer's a two-and-a-half-point home favorite. I would kind of lean a little bit on Mercer on the money line to maybe pull off the upset at home. They are some Georgia boys out there playing football. There's an over-under of 46-and-a-half. Jake Fromm's like little brother still is a backup quarterback at Mercer. That is still the most interesting thing about the team. I think his name's Dylan. Uh, Justin, you got any thoughts on this? I hate to say it, but I like East Tennessee better. <clears throat> I think they have a better team. Mercer, well, is hot garbage. Hot garbage. Yeah, I mean, you have, what is it, Qua Holmes and Jillian Lane coming out of East Tennessee? Are they... They've actually been making a little bit of noise. So you got your QB and your wide receiver. Ooh, well, you know, I'm going to go ahead and get away from that lean now as you're telling me about your... Uh, your positivity about Tennessee State. Uh, that's certainly something that will get me a little excited to hear that Justin's leaning on the minus two and a half. Over under 46. Anything you want to touch in that game? Nah, I'm good. All right. Next, we are rolling straight along to Northwestern at the Word of God. <laughs> Incarnate Word University, you know, one of my favorite schools, if you listen to this podcast, just because of the name and because of the way they play. We've got an over-under of 66. I'm not going to touch that, but I am going to lock up Incarnate Word as a 10-point home favorite. Okay. I'm throwing the lock on Incarnate Word, minus 10. Okay. Any thoughts about this game, Justin? No, I just hope that Incarnate Word can just actually do something. They've been kind of dropping the ball lately, in my personal opinion. I know they have, and that's why I think they got to bounce back at home. You know, this is a bounce-back game. It's a recovery game. It's a chance for them to shine and come back into the strength of their university. I think they have an effective running game. They've got a decent passing game. They have a pretty great quarterback I got a ride. I got a ride with, with Incarnate Word, minus 10. I just love it. Coming at you now, we have the Sunday slate of games. We're only going to talk about two Sunday games. But first up, we have the Jacksonville State Gamecocks at the Murray State Racers. And as soon as I say that name, you know i got to turn it over to my man, Justin Hale. The greatest team in FCS is the motherfucking Racers. 
Why? Because they cover and they upset. And today we have Murray State at home as a nine-point underdog. Oh, and you know Justin's loving it. He's just chomping at the bit right now, folks. Plus 195 on the money line and over under a 52. Justin, what are you doing with this game? I am so close to just taking that money line. I know you want to do it. I know you want to do it so bad. I think it's going to be three fucking points, man. Uh, I think it's going to be a three point. Are you telling me you're putting a lock on the plus nine? Oh, I'm definitely putting a lock. I'm doing a lock on the over, too. Oh, it's a double lock from Justin Hale. Yeah, I'm double locking all that shit down. This is Hale the size of eggs. We're talking close to baseball-sized Hale. This is a true hailstorm, a double lock on a Sunday college football game. You know what? Let's just make this one really interesting. I will do the plus 195. I'll take that shit money line. Because... Are you triple locking this game? Fuck it. Run He's it. He's triple lock Run the it. game, folks. He is triple Run it. Because the game. They lost their last game. Now they're 5-1. Okay. They lost that shit with literally a minute and 36 seconds left in the game. Yeah, they're actually ranked 14th in the FCS right now. I think they should be number six. But well, stupid Austin P, you son of a bitch. Well, Jacksonville State's ranked number 12, folks, so this is going to be an interesting game. And Justin Hale has the incredible one-of-a-kind <laughs> triple lock on the game. All right, folks, that leaves us with one game left to talk about today. Tennessee Tech at Tennessee Martin. And, gosh, Tennessee Tech just is not a good football team, Justin. They're a two-point away uh, dog with an over-under of 46 at Tennessee Martin. They're really not that good. Yeah, Tennessee Martin's not that good either. This is just garbage versus garbage. But I do have some thoughts about it. I think this is going to be an easy home win for Tennessee Martin. I think you should strong lean the two points to tease through the three and the seven. Excuse me, they're a favorite. To go in reverse and tease through the plus three is just a great way to go. You'll get all the way to plus four with a six-point tease. Excuse, excuse me, misspeaking a moment ago. Over under a 46, I don't really care about that. I might lean towards the over, but I'm definitely leaning on that Tennessee Martin minus two. What do I have, one more lock left or none? Uh, you've only locked up four, Justin. you got another lock you can throw around. I'll lock up that minus two for Tennessee Martin. You're going to lock it up? I like that. Yeah. I, I'm going to ride with you and put a lean on that. That's a Justin Hale lock, folks. The final moment of the Hale storm today. And, uh, folks... That is one mic, two headphones, all oh, money. And before we go, we just want to tell everyone here in Athens and around the world, as it turns out, that's been listening to us, that we appreciate it. We uh, just broke over 150 listeners for our first four podcasts recently, which might not seem like a lot, but it means the world to us folks, each and every one of you listening. Thank you. And I am excited to announce that we do have a Gmail now. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, Justin. We have a Gmail now where you can reach out to us with your own thoughts. If we've made you money, if we've lost you money, if you want to talk about your bets, if you want us to mention something on the air for you or to give you a shout-out, shoot us an email at the number one, M-I-C, the number two, headphones at gmail.com. That is one, M-I-C, two, headphones at gmail.com, one mic, two headphones at gmail.com. Please reach out to us. Give us your thoughts. We'd love to hear them. 
Let's hit them with it one more time. One mic. Two headphones. All money. Y'all have a great weekend, folks, and good luck. Folks, you thought we were done. Oh, hell no. We still have to talk about some wacky bets. And before we do that, I want to go over our locks one more time for the podcast. Justin actually made six. I misspoke when I told him earlier he had only made four. Justin went over 53 in the KSU Monmouth game. Took a minus two-point favorite for Tennessee Martin at home. Took Murray State plus nine at home as an underdog. Murray State on the money line at home. And Murray State over 52 in their game against Jacksonville State for the team totals for the whole game. Finally, the one that we forgot about, he also locked up over 35 in the North Dakota State University of Northern Iowa game. I locked up Nichols minus five, the over in the Nichols Southeastern Louisiana game of over 70. I locked up Sam Houston at minus 14, and I locked up the Sam Houston McNeese over at 58.5. And And my last lock was Incarnate Word minus 10. And Justin, my first wacky bet? What you got? I'm going to take all of our locks minus your Murray State money line. I'm going to throw them on a 10-leg teaser. I'm going to go ahead and make a 10-team parlay, drop a dollar on that, tease it, throw nine, uh, excuse me, drop a unit on that. (laughs) Pardon my French there, folks. Drop a unit on that and throw nine units on the teaser. So it's just a little 10-unit bet, nothing big, but with a lot of possibility for profit, especially because we didn't lock against each other at all this week. And I really like the confidence you had in your picks, love the confidence I had in mine. I think that's going to be as safe as a 10-team parlay can ever be. Which, all right. Which, folks, is not safe at all. <laughs> um, also... You know I like my round-robin money line parlays. I've got a little four-legger I want to throw out there today. Jackson State on the money line, Youngstown State on the money line, Murray State on the money line, and Mercer on the money line. Yeah, I'm throwing those Georgia boys in there. And I'm going to call that just a little 14 parlay. I'm going to hit the round-robin on that. All 10 options do a unit and option. All right. Um, I have one more, and I'll turn it over to my man, the Hailstorm. Finally, you guys hear, were hearing me talk about my teaser parlay. I'm not going to keep you in suspense any longer. My 10-team teaser from my leans in the podcast, I'm doing Butler plus 10, tease to plus 16. Moorhead State plus 1.5, tease to plus 7.5. Citadel plus 9.5, tease to 15.5. Richmond minus 5, tease to plus 1. North Dakota State, UNI, over 35, tees to over 29. UNI, plus 8.5, tees to plus 14.5. Eastern Tennessee, minus 2.5, tees to plus 4.5. Murray State, plus 9, teased all the way to plus 15. you got to love that number right there. And Tennessee Martin, minus 2, tees to plus 4. And the over-under in the Murray State-Jacksonville State game teased from 52 to over 46. All right, Justin, lay a wacky bet on me. Oh, shit, I think I already did that with Murray State. Yeah, I think you kind of <laughs> did with that triple lock as well. Um, uh, I like Richmond, minus five. As a safe one, I'll take the Kennesaw State over 53. All right. Moorhead State over, 46. Was it 46, 46 and a half, something like that? Yeah, the Moorhead State game was 
Over 46 and a half. And then I'll run with the over of 35 with Drake and Butler, just for shits and giggles. All right, folks. So that was Richmond, minus five. Uh, KSU, over 53. Moorhead State, over 46 and a half. And you said the last one was? Drake and Butler, over 35. All right. Drake, Butler, over 35. I think that's a risk. But I respect you for going that route, Justin. All right, folks. Now, that really is all we have for you today at one mic. Two headphones. All all money. money. See you folks later. And, hey, if you see either of Justin or me around town here in Athens, Georgia, you see us out walking around, you listen to the cast, stop, tell us, hey, let us know what you think. Any improvements we can make, anything we can do better, anything we can do better for you. Let us know, because we're here to not just make ourselves money, but make you money, too, and everyone enjoy the process. And we both like whiskey, so I'll take a shot. You can always buy buy us a howdy. Justin? Oh, yeah. Have a nice weekend. Make money. That's right. Let's roll, baby.